irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to Razor Riffs with Keith Razor and Alan Lee right here on LA Talk Radio. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Uh, subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. We need the support and follow us on social media at Reza Riffs, R-E-Z-A-R-I-F-T-S. A um, couple announcements. I have a show Friday, August 30th in Huntington Beach called Live at the Beach with Craig Shoemaker. And I'm going to be at the Rec Room on September 5th with Bobby Collins. Um, this interview was fun. We interviewed Brian, or I interviewed Brian Regan. Alan Lee uh, couldn't make it. And uh, this episode was sponsored by Matthew Peck, who's the biggest Brian Regan fan. And I forgot to tell him uh, on air, so I apologize, Matthew. But I am putting it in the opening announcements for you. Uh, also, this episode is uh, it was fun. And, uh, you know, we talked about stuff that doesn't really affect real opinions. It was all in a joking way. And so don't take this one too seriously. You're listening to Razor Riffs with Keith Razor and Alan Lee right here on L.A. Talk Radio. I, I, was, I was amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Awesome. You know, a lot of the audience, you know, maybe they would vote differently, but I, I thought I was amazing. Huh. Yeah. So I was in Pasadena and we're in Pachanga right now. When you do, when you do casinos, Pachanga. Do, Pachanga. Is that what it's called? I believe so. That's yeah. what we were told. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here with Brian Regan and uh, Brian. You're very nice enough to let me interview you before a show. My pleasure. Uh, do you enjoy doing interviews before a show, or does it like throw you? Um, I normally don't do them, yeah. but if I feel like I'm in friendly territory, yeah, I will do them. Oh, and you seem like you're a friendly territory guy. Oh, I appreciate I, that. I, I file you in my friendly territory folder. <laughs> and I have another folder near that called, you know, enemies. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you're not in that one. You're not in that folder. Oh, thank you. You're very nice. I, I tweeted you a couple months ago to see if we could set this up, and I met you. In April, and just we just couldn't do it. So I'm very grateful that we could set up here. My pleasure. So, Thanks for wanting to do it. Yeah. Uh, be. Uh, I usually have a co-host, Alan Lee. Uh, you should be thankful his car broke down because he's like not friendly territory. Oh, he's not friendly territory. <laughs> That's um, why his car broke down. Oh man. <laughs> well, I'm glad he's not here. <laughs> I got him in the other folder. <laughs> but uh. I just want to just start into it, like, because uh, I'm a comic, and, like, I just want to see if this happened to you, like, during early in your career when you were, you know, featuring and became a headliner. Did a headliner ever come up to you and said, don't do well? You know, and then... No. No? No, I've never had anybody be that specific. I've yeah. had headliners stress that I'm supposed to work clean. Yeah. Um, I always worked pretty clean anyway. Yeah. When I first started, I wasn't always completely clean, but, you know, I could work 100% clean if asked. Yeah. So I've had that, but I've never had anybody 
say don't do well, yeah. it seems a little rough. Yeah, because like, you know... Have, have people said that that's happened to them? That happened to me the other day at a show, and it was just really bothering me because um, I asked the guy who booked it, I was like, look, uh, my I think my comedy, like, I'm not saying I'm a headliner, but I think my comedy would be better if I closed the show over this guy, you right. know? So uh, I destroyed it, you know, I did 25 minutes of awesomeness. And then, wow. the, yeah, and then the headliner just... It's impressive. Yeah, and then the headliner just, like, bombed hard. And then after the show, he's like, I, he's like they, told, they told me that they were going to tell you not to do well so I could do well. I was just like, that's kind of, like, disrespectful to comedy in my opinion. Sure, yeah. You know, so I was just like, huh. So I was just wondering if that ever happened to you. No, I've had the opposite. You know, you also don't want to be pressured to do well. Yeah. Because that's also pressure. I had a booker pick me up one time. I was living in New York City, and he was a guy that, you know, would go to these bars and set up these comedy nights. And so we're driving there, and he said, uh, hey, uh, this room we're doing tonight, it's brand new for me. So the guy was, like, on the fence whether he wanted to do it. So it's kind of an important night. And I'm like, yeah, okay. He goes, so uh, I need you to kill. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, uh, I'll, I'll I'll just hit my kill button. <laughs> yeah, if you need me to kill one, then I'll absolutely kill. Uh, I mean, it's that easy to just I'll just set it on kill. Especially if it's like the first night, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is that what you need out of me? Uh, I, I felt like saying I need you to be a good booker and pay me triple what you normally would. I need you to be. You do that. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how I felt. I was like. You know, it's not because, like, I wanted money. I just felt for the show overall it would have been better because, you know, I know I knew my humor and this guy's humor, and it wouldn't mesh, you know what I mean? So I was just like, yeah, because... I've uh, been in a situation where it was me and one other guy, and I was kind of new to being able to close, and the other guy, they had me closing. Yeah. And the other guy in front of me was doing quite well. I mean, he was one of these guys that could blow the doors out and... My stuff, it's always a little quirkier. Yeah. You know, you either get it or you don't. Yeah. And so uh, I had a rough, sh it was like two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. And after the Friday shows, somebody took me aside and said, uh, I think the management's going to ask you guys to flip for Saturday. And I, I just felt so uncomfortable about that, you know, like, uh, because I didn't book it. Somebody else booked it. Right. I'm like, well, does the booker have a say in this? You know, they booked me as the headliner. <laughs> yeah. um, but they, it, it never got that harsh. They never, <laughs> they never asked me to switch. Yeah. They said, let's just let this guy bomb both shows Saturday as well. <laughs> so everybody was happy. Uh -huh. Everybody was happy except the audience. <laughs> now, you're like, uh, you're very, you're known for being one of the cleanest comics ever. And like when I told my dad I was going to interview, he was like, "Hey, I'll give you two hundred dollars if you give him a curse." And I was like, "Just two hundred? How about you and I split it?" <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Uh, yeah, right. I could have him Venmoing it right now. But I was, but is that like something that people try and do to you when they interview? Like try and say, "Let's see if we can give Brian a curse." Well, first let's get the money in your pocket. <laughs> so uh, no, I'm not going to hey, make no, it. No, no, no. Here we go. Uh, I hope you're listening, Keith's dad. <laughs> Dad, burn it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, but why? Now you got some coin. Now you got some coin. 
<laughs> but no, that just means just so, like, I don't know. I just figured, like, other people who've interviewed you have tried to do that to you. I, I've uh, joked around in a podcast here or there yeah. about being, you know, clean, and I've gotten dirty or filthy in a podcast just in a playful way. Yeah. You know, people going, hey, can you imagine if you cursed and stuff like that? And uh, I kind of, I don't know. Like, it was fun at the moment, but sometimes I wonder, maybe I shouldn't have gone there. <laughs> like, you know, oh, I feel like I'm cheating. Like, you're like, oh, I hope no one listens to that. <laughs> yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> you don't want to say that to the podcast. I hope no one listens to your podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, people have said that to me. I'm like, <laughs> 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 but like, uh, please tell me you have very few followers, please. <laughs> no, but like, it's really hard for me, like, um, uh, to do phone interviews. So like, I'm very thankful this wasn't a phone interview because I have Asperger's syndrome. So like, it's really hard for me to read energy over a phone. You know. It's, well, it's interesting you say that. Um, I also don't like phone interviews. Um, I don't hear well. Yeah. And. You're correct. You can't size people up sometimes. Like if I'm doing a phone interview, whether it, especially if it's a radio phoner, yeah, I will try to at least pull up images of the DJ so I can get an idea visually of who I'm looking at. Yeah. Um, but tone gets missed sometimes, even in a phone interview. Yeah. Tone and uh, I don't know. I, I the closer, the more face to face, the better. Yeah. So I agree. So like I was like I was like yeah, thank God. Yeah. Because I interviewed Larry Miller on the phone, and uh, he's like one of my favorite comics, and I feel like he just hates me. Oh, yeah. I called him Larry Johnson by accident. Oh boy! Yeah. Compared him to the guy who made four points against them. <laughs> <laughs> I've been called Larry Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of look like the light Larry Johnson. Yeah, I well, thank you. <laughs> I'm just gonna take everything as a compliment. Yeah, I love compliments. We're in the Jamie Foxx room. I mean, that's when the lady put me here. She's like, we're going to put you in the Jamie Foxx room. And I was like, what about BBK? And right, right. Oh, the poster's on the wall in here. Yeah. Um, Jamie Foxx looks pretty damn cool in that poster. Yeah. I, I can't even imagine having the gumption to think I could pull that off. <laughs> Have you ever worked with Jamie Foxx when he was doing stand-up? No. No, he's he's very good. Yeah, I'd love to show up at a photo shoot with like that jacket over a <laughs> over a hanger, That'd you know, good. and that ascot in the jacket pocket, and say, uh, "I'm going to be looking good after these pictures." <laughs> and then tell everyone your name's Larry Johnson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the photographer goes, "You got it, Larry Johnson." <laughs> Now, when you filmed your live uh, special on Comedy Central, what, what was that like? Because it was recorded live. Was that a temptation? Like, because it wasn't like where you filmed it and then it got aired. You filmed it live. Correct. Yes. It was... Um, I wanted to do it. I had done specials before. Yeah. I had done two Comedy Central specials before that. And I just wanted to do something different. I wanted to do something challenging. I thought live would be challenging. Uh, it was pretty intense. I don't think I've ever concentrated for an hour 
straight that much or harder, harder in my life, if that sentence makes any sense. Um, I'm glad I did it, but I don't think I would ever do it again. Oh, really? I mean, you're like, you feel like you're a pilot and like none of the controls are working properly and yeah. you're trying to keep this thing. Not that anything was going wrong, but you're just on red alert. Yeah. You're on red alert because you know it's live, you know you don't have another show that you can edit from, and so you're trying to hit every word, every moment, every beat, and I, there were a couple of places where I messed up, but I was able to fix it in the moment, yeah. but uh, it, was, it was fun. I'm, I'm glad I did it, but it was quite exhausting, and that'll be my last live special in this lifetime. <laughs> Now, when you do theaters, do you ever usually add a ten o'clock show? Like most com like comedy clubs, they do eight and ten, and then they do like three days. But you just do one show in a theater and then move to the next theater, or do you like? Well, it depends. Usually, I do one show, mm -hmm. and that's it. Yeah. Um, sometimes there's two, but sometimes like people, you know, say to me, Brian. There aren't nearly enough people in this town to warrant two shows, yeah. so we're going to do one, and that one will be half full. What? <laughs> well, <laughs> the things people say to me, people are very hurtful when they say things like that. Yeah. And, and, that, and that half won't even like you. <laughs> I'm like, who is this? <laughs> Is this Larry Johnson? Mm-hmm. I know when you do meet and greets after shows, like, I mean, I don't think this happens to you because you're an amazing performer, an amazing comic, but do people ever... Well, thank you. Yeah. But do people ever say, like, mean things to you? Because when I perform, some people... Because I talk about autism for my entire comedy, you know, what it's like having autism and stuff. And some people who don't know what autism is, they just say mean things, and it's, like, very... You know, I got into comedy to make people laugh, and when I'm hearing these mean things, it's like, uh, questions my judgment of comedy. You know what I mean? Does that ever happen with you, with your humor? Well, first of all, I'm sorry to hear that people would oh, no, say I didn't negative mean, things I didn't mean to you. Like that. That's not yeah. cool. Face-to-face, um, -face, most people are nice. Yeah. You know, when people can have some anonymity, uh, you know, like uh, on social media and stuff like that, you can get some some bad comments. You know, I always get a kick of kick out of like when you're in your car. You know, people will honk meanly when they're protected by a big hunk of metal. Yeah. You know, can drive away from a problem at 60 miles an hour. Yeah. Okay, I get it. You're you're angry. You know. Yeah. But that same guy, if he was standing right next to you at a party wouldn't be like that yeah he would like hey man it's great to meet you <laughs> go away you're the same guy that honked at me in traffic <laughs> so i think face to face is is better most people are pretty nice i'm trying to think if anybody was ever outright oh i did have a guy um come up to me after a show one time it was a comedy club and a guy <laughs> came up to me he was kind of drunk and he said uh whatever the cover charge was, let's say 12 bucks. He goes, I want my $12 back. So I thought he was joking, you know, like that's, and I went, ha ha, that's funny. He goes, no, I'm serious. No laughs. 
bad show. I want my $12 back. And then there was a security guard that worked at, near the front door who came over and just stood between me and that guy. The guy was an off-duty cop. <laughs> not not the guy who was saying the things, but uh. the, no, the guy, the security guard. <laughs> he just got between me and that guy and just kind of walked that guy to the door and out to the parking lot. I never felt so protected in my life. Uh. I was like, man. It would have been funny if you said, hey, cop, come here. I'd give him the $12. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the cop comes over and he negotiates. How about 10? Yeah. He's yeah, like, 10, then when you walk away, if he gives you 10? <laughs> Even the cop's going, yeah, I, I'm with you. It's not a $12 show, but... How about eight, eight to ten, and then we call it a we call it even. We call it a wash. <laughs> now, your brother is also a comic. What was it like uh, doing comedy with him? And like, was it were you guys competing and stuff, or did you guys help each other out? Because I don't have any brothers and sisters that do comedy. Uh, no, we we never competed with each other. Um, you know, it's a big world. Yeah, you know, I, <laughs> me performing somewhere in California and him performing somewhere in Pennsylvania the same night, you know, we're not calling each other going, damn you, my ticket sales are sluggish because you're on the other side of the country. You know, there's plenty of room out there for, for two comedians to do okay. Yeah. Um, we find each other funny. Uh, we work together occasionally. We don't like to do it too often because he's a headliner himself and we don't want that to be like that's the the package always you know yeah. and just like it to be every once in a while we'll do a show together yeah so were you upset that the booker wanted to flip you guys great <laughs> 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 it'll still say Regan headliner on the on the billboard but uh, we'll just have to swap the first name <laughs> But uh, you said that you don't like writing jokes on paper, so do you write jokes in your mind when you're on stage sometimes? Well, I'm not like, cre well, no, I, I'm, not, I'm not creating a brand new joke while I'm on stage, uh. but sometimes I'll be doing a relatively new bit, and I don't know exactly how I want to say it or how the words are going to come out, and so sometimes in the heat of the moment, you'll say something a certain way and go, hey, that worked, and I take every show. So I'll go find the audio of that joke and go, okay, that's a good way to get it out. Do you when you when you tape every show, do you like find it difficult watching yourself? I tape? audio tape them. I don't oh. I don't video them. Oh yeah, audio tapes. And I don't force myself to listen to them. I used to years ago, I used to think that was part of the craft that I would have to listen to every show and I started hating myself. Yeah. So now I just do it as a safety net. I don't force myself to listen to them unless I know I did something particularly new or particularly different. Then I'll just go find that that moment. Yeah, that's how I am. But I, I don't I don't tape or audio record myself because I I live in the moment of energy. And plus, how like I write like everyone has two sides of the brain, a right and a left. And if you imagine like there's a little guy in each side typing, you know, right. where everything comes out smooth. But when you have Asperger's, you know, you still have those two guys, but one guy's overtyping and the other guy's eating Cheetos. <laughs> so, you know, so everything I say... Two competing interests. Yeah. So everything I say, you know, it's either really smart or the Cheeto guy is just not editing. <laughs> wow. That's, that's intriguing. Yeah. I feel like I got two guys eating Cheetos. <laughs>
One's eating uh, cheesy puffs and the other's eating flaming hot. <laughs> so they are different. <laughs> you know. But at least it's a Cheeto party. Mm-hmm. So when you do a comedy, what is your favorite part of doing it? Uh, the honesty of the reaction. People can fake a lot of things. Just like I was saying earlier that people will honk at you when they're in their car, but when they're face-to-face, -face, they'll go, hi, how are you, nice to meet you. Um, people can fake react things, you know, even socially, even face-to-face, -face, people can, you know, put on a facade that they're being pleasant or that they like you or something like that, but very rarely do people fake laugh. Yeah. You know, and especially you have a room full of people going that's real and it's tangible and you feel like you're making a human connection and I and I you know I like to be liked most people like to be liked it's hard to trust things other than a laugh but a laugh I can trust as me making a connection do you know who Pete Holmes is yes yeah okay. I don't know if you've ever heard his laugh right? like <laughs> I would not want to perform when he's in the audience <laughs> Yeah, he's got kind of an interesting hyena laugh. Yeah, yeah. But that's good. Yeah. You know, it's good to, I don't know, have a joyful. A laugh is a weird thing, man. There's a psychological component, there's a physical component. It feels very good, but also it can hurt. Yeah. You know, when somebody goes, you know, hey, stop, stop. It's a weird thing to want to do. You know, like it's weird for somebody to go, I want to laugh. I want to be able. I want my body to be convulsing in a way where it's hard for me to catch my breath. Why would somebody seek that out? But yet there's this pleasurable component to it. Have you? I don't know if this is like too dark to like ask, but like me like- Have I ever killed someone? Yeah, with, la with laughing. I've killed some people. Yeah. I've killed some people. Um, you said you don't have a lot of followers, right? Because I don't want to- <laughs> <laughs> I don't want this to get out there in too big a way because this murder thing is kind of frowned on, you know, in society. So, you know, if you got a handful of people that listen, that's fine, but I don't want this ending up with the police, you know, the FBI, you know, they'll make a, they'll make a bigger deal out of it than it is. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I probably murdered six or seven people. <laughs> See, that's what I want to do. Like, I don't know why, but I don't know, like, I just feel like maybe my humor, I'd be like, oh, well, it sucks for them, but I accomplished it, you know? Like, I killed someone with my humor. Like, that's good. Oh, well, Maybe I... not so much, but for them and their family. <laughs> I, never, I never did that. I never had a joke so good that that happened. Yeah. Um... I'm sure there's a comic out, because, like, you see... Who was the comic who was performing on stage and he died and everyone thought that that was just part of the act and... Well, there's a... F I was gonna say a famous guy and now I can't think of his name. Yeah. Like, not the, in the United States. Well, actually... There was. There was, um... He was like a big guy. His name's... Two. Two. Dick Sean. Dick Sean. That's who I was thinking. Right, and, and here, and then there was a Tommy... something, a famous comedian in, in England. That's who I'm thinking of. And there's a video of that one. Yes. He was on stage and he was kind of uh, the, the Tommy guy. This is Gary Brightwell. Yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Helping I out. Know, it's, uh, I'm like the typical listener. Yeah, like, I'm like screaming. It's Dick Sean! It's Dick Sean! <laughs> Chief people, you listen to a podcast. I'm sorry. No, you, you know, it's awesome. Um, Gary, 
Gary Brightwell is working with me this week. He's hanging out. Thank you for the comedy oh. information. <laughs> uh, so Dick Sean. He was I the one heard. I was thinking of. Okay. And then the other guy, like I said, he was on stage and he was like a silly kind of comedian and collapsed. Tommy Cooper. Tommy Cooper. I think. He collapsed on stage and oddly, maybe not so odd, everybody laughed because <laughs> they thought he was just doing some silly goof. Yeah. You know, but uh, anyway. Yeah, I think like that's how much I love comedy. That's how I want to die. I don't know why, but like if I... If I'm strong enough to kill the audience, I think I should be strong enough to die on stage. Hmm. I don't know, that's weird, right? No. Yeah. You gotta have your <laughs> your goals in life. <laughs> but no, I mean, I just figure maybe it's fair if, you know, I'm so funny enough I could kill people with my humor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe I'm fine enough to kill myself. It's quid pro quo. Yeah, that's a cheeto. That was a cheeto guy Quid pro quo thing going on there. <laughs> There's a lot of death involved in these comedy fantasies. <laughs> oh, that's the alarm, which means... Uh, oh, no, I put the alarm because I wanted to respect your time, because I know you got a show. Well, this one says 23, so we have more time, right? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah just let's a five, continue. It was a five-minute warning. Uh, the one question that I ask everyone is, who's an actor, you know, dead or alive, uh, that you think can do stand -up? And that you'd want to see do stand up. Oh. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm not really answering the question directly. I found that there are some actors. I, I'm not answering the question. I'm asking. I'm answering the question that I want to answer. No, no, answer that. <laughs> because I can't think of. I, I can't think of anybody specifically who I saw as an actor who I was like, wow, I would like to see this guy do stand-up comedy. But I have seen very good actors try to do comedy and they can't quite turn the corner. Right. You know, I'm not going to say any names. Um, and you go, man, this really isn't working. Like, it isn't flying. There, there's, there's a thing about being funny, like some people have it or they don't. And you can be a brilliant actor yet not be able to turn that corner into being a funny great actor. But there are exceptions to it, and Robert De Niro, to me, is an exception to that, because, you know, when you see him in interviews and stuff like that, he doesn't seem like a very funny guy. Yeah. He's a pretty serious dude, yet when he does a comedic role, he is absolutely excellent. Did you ever see The Comedian that he did? He did a movie called The Comedian, like, two years ago, where he played a stand-up. I did not. Oh, yeah. It but was... I saw the, the the one from, like, 10 or 15 years ago, uh, where he played Rupert Pupkin. Oh, okay. Oh, what was the name of that one? King of Comedy. Ah, <laughs> oh, I guess. Gary, I'm glad you're here. <laughs> King of Comedy. Yeah. If, if we don't know anything, we just look over we just at Gary and here. So, anyway, I was thinking about the square root of 4,262. Uh, Gary? <laughs> Gary? <laughs> I would say mine would be John Cusack. Oh. Like, I think, uh, I, I don't know, I just think he'd be a great stand-up. You know what I mean? Because his roles are just so diverse. Well, it'd be interesting to see anybody do stand-up. Yeah. Like, actor or not, just because you'd like to see what, what kind of act or material would they put together yeah and whether it's funny or not is almost incidental to enjoying watching the attempt yeah i mean if they're funny it's even better but 
I think it would be interesting no matter no matter the result. Have you ever seen a not funny comic just bomb and like everyone, you know, and then you just go up to him and be like, hey, you're really funny, just to light people up? And then think, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that? I'll usually be polite. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I don't think there's any reason to rub someone's nose and no, but like had a bad set. Yeah, but like they say, oh, Brian Regan thinks I'm funny, and like you just said that to be nice, you know? That may have happened. <laughs> Did it happen with me? <laughs> Have I? <laughs> Not with you. No, you were really funny. Ah, that's what I'm talking about. It's all the other comedians. All the other comedians. I saw John Cusack perform. Oh, yeah? Not funny at all. But I told him it was great. I told him it was great. I knew it wasn't, and he knew it wasn't either. And then you said, by the way, can you sign my DVD of Must Love Dogs? <laughs> yeah. It's, you were there. We've been talking about this. You know the whole. You know the I whole scenario. I took you to the show. Yeah. But yeah. uh, uh, before we run out, uh, I just wanted to say I, I uh, opened for two people. Uh, I don't open for this person anymore. But one is Norm Macdonald. Oh man. And uh, he loves you very much. And, Likewise. You know, he, you're his favorite, and uh, you know, I just wanted to say that that to him in case you didn't know that. Uh, I. I, I not to feel like I'm complimenting myself. I, I he has been gracious enough to um, say very nice things about me privately and publicly, and oh. uh, it means the world to me because I think he's I think he's absolutely terrific as a stand-up. He performed in Vegas recently. I went out and watched his show. I love the way his brain works. I love his comedy. I like his angle. I love I love how much he loves comedy, and for him to tip his hat my way is a huge honor. Oh, awesome. I wish I would have known you guys knew each other so I couldn't, like, I I just want, I didn't know if you guys knew each other, so I just want to say, like, my hero loves you very much. Uh -huh. So, and the other one is Jay Moore. He loves you very much, too. Oh, man. And That's it, nice, man. And, and it's his birthday, and I was wondering if you could, like, wish him a happy birthday on the podcast. Um, yeah, but I'm not, I'm not good at wishing happy birthdays. Yeah. It's like a, a week, like, like, I've never been good at it. I'll try. Yeah. Ha Happy, happy, see, I'm not good. Happy birthday. I don't know why. It's like something I've never been good at. Happy to you. Birthday to you, happiness. I hope that was close to what you were looking for. Oh, that was awesome. That would make him happy. All right. It should. Yeah. It should make him happy. Have you ever gone on Cameo? Do you know what Cameo is? No. Uh, Cameo is a website where like you sign up and then like people will pay you like whatever how much you want just to do like a 30 minute message to them and you send a video and then do you know what Cameo is? Yeah, I have it. Gary knows what Oh, are you on Cameo? No. Oh. So Somebody would pay you're, it's like it's like you're famous. You're right. Right. Yeah. and you you say, "Okay, if you if you give me uh $40. For $40, I will personally make a video for you, like for your birthday. And it's like maybe like a minute or 30 seconds. Yeah. He's like, hey, it's Brian Regan. I just want to wish you, Bob Smith, a happy birthday. And then, and then there's different levels of celebrity. And so, like, if you wanted, you know, share, you know, share, share or you know, she's like, Three hundred dollars in the right. or whatever. There's levels. I, 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 I'd hate to find out where this list is. <laughs> and 
and find out that I'm like down at dollar thirty-five level. <laughs> or you can get Brian Regan for a dollar thirty-five. <laughs> You know, if you don't want to. No, I think you set the price. Yeah, you set the price. So oh. other people looking will go, geez, he's lowballing himself. I'm not even. <laughs> I yeah. thought it was a supply and demand thing. Like no, the market uh, dictated no. what you. Like what I said, you, if you wanted, you know. I, I, listen, I, I don't. I don't. Like Bruce Jenner's less money than Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner <laughs> charges like $2,000. Yeah. It's weird. That's how much for me to say happy birthday to Caitlyn Jenner? Oh. Would she pay me? I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna charge her two thousand and one dollar. Two thousand and one to say happy birthday to her, and then I'll pay her two thousand to say happy birthday to me. <laughs> so we both we both get wished, you know, happy birthday and I'm up a buck. Yeah. But what about Jay? What I mean Jay doesn't get anything. I, I'm supposed to get the money. I just, I just gave him a beautiful happy birthday yeah, message. Yeah. That should be worth something. Well, I was going to say that was your cameo audition. Oh, I see. And if I, you pass. <laughs> well, Brian, is there any way where the folks should follow you on the social media? Just Brian Regan. Brian Regan. <laughs> yeah, I'm so bad at promoing myself. <laughs> Well, the normal stuff, BrianRegan.com, yeah. Twitter, I think is Brian Regan Comedian. Comedian. Or maybe it's Brian Regan Comic. On Twitter, I you post a joke a day on, 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 you retweet it. I do? Yeah. Well, I have, uh, you know, they have national days out there. Yeah. It's national yeah. Wiggle Your Toes Day or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I, I've been, you know, commenting I, on those things I every day. You just for fun. hilarious. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. So, I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, so, in fact, we were shooting some today and yesterday. I don't want to blow the illusion. No, I take that back. We shoot one every single day. <laughs> it would be it would be wrong to shoot the, those ahead of time. I wake up every morning and shoot a special one that day for that day. And then we send it to Cameo. <laughs> Great. Well, Brian, thank you so much for the interview, buddy. Hey, you got it, man. Thank you. And Gary, thanks for being the, the guy who knows the things I don't know. <laughs> You're listening to Razor Riffs with Keith Razor and Alan Lee right here on LA Talk Radio. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. If you enjoyed it, Please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcast. Give us some feedback. Good, honest, terrible, doesn't matter. Also, follow us on social media. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Razor Riffs. I am also on Stereo if you would like to chat with me there. www.stereo.com slash Keith And on Cameo, www.cameo.com slash Keith If you enjoyed the show, please... Send us a donation on the Anchor app. We really do appreciate it, and we'll rift with you again soon.